Uh, welcome back, Hi TV. Normally on Cannabis News Now, we give you guys a synopsis, a summary, if you will, what's really going around in the cannabis space. But sometimes you just want to talk about one subject at a time and also bring you guys the news on the side. So this little portion is going to be High Coast Thoughts. So today we're going to be talking about strains. Are strains really going to last the test of times? Do strains really matter? Are strains even accurate? So there's a lot of debate that was going on, you know, throughout a couple weeks that led me to post something that asked generally, what was your favorite strain? And I really appreciate how all you guys got out there. You guys commented. Let me know what your favorite strain was. And I even learned about strains I've never even heard before. So kudos to all you guys at Hamilton National on Instagram. Thank you, hot fam. So the question is, a lot of labs can be paid to falsify their lab tests to make the lab test look a little bit better than it does and in addition to that strains can be given names and characteristics of an indica or sativa however genetically it's a total opposite and this leads to a lot of confusion in the industry and a lot of deception also you may think you're buying a premium sativa when in fact you're getting something different and this can all be detrimental towards medical patients for that matter if you're supposed to be taking only indica plants because the sativa plants you know causes a paranoia or anxiety this can be a huge issue and you know having the correct strains really can have the industry have this level of continuity and professionalism that will allow us to last the test of time so a lot of people look at brands like candescent where candescent that orange brand kind of looks like, like kind of artsy it looks nice but it's very mainstream designed it's bright orange it has a kind of feminine type of feel to it and it's called candescent it's a great name and if you look at what they're making they're getting cannabis at who knows what rate? However, they're not even giving a strain name. They're giving it by feeling. So chances are they pay people who are cannabis testers who I hear that's like a six figure job out in California where you test how it feels. You test what the effects are and you, you know, help them get their judgment on to what this causes. So with that being said, Candescent decided, listen, we're just going to go with saying how it makes you feel. If you want to sleep. We have one on this side of the spectrum that makes you sleep in pre-rolls and just flowers. And that's it. You don't have to worry about terpene profile. You don't have to worry about THC content. I think you have to worry about your THC content. But strain, for that matter, is, is non-existent. You want something to energize you? They have that there, too. You want you to be talkative and social? They have that, too. I think uh, Select Oil is even doing that as well, where they have something called the social... Uh, disposable pen and it's supposedly supposed to make you more talkative and we know certain brands definitely lead you to be more topical topical talkable so anyway folks do you guys think strains are here to stay with companies like candescent and a lot of other cannabis companies for that matter it's a trend that i see out there i think we all noticed it where instead of just having you know the genetics of the cannabis containing in the product what it really has is just what it's intended to do anxiety this that third and you know that does make it simpler for someone who's like a soccer mom or a, 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 a dad who used to work in the government so they couldn't have any cannabis on them and now is trying to learn about it it lets you ease in it's a step one so stuff like candescent is probably geared towards the non-mainstream cannabis users who probably like people who drink wine or have a sip of beer every now and then just for the recreation can enjoy.
However, you're going to have those that mimic the wine industry who are very keen on what cannabis they like. Who only want Blue Dream, who only want Khalifa Kush. Who Khalifa Kush is, I, I really have to recommend, folks. It's really, really good. It's a happy, euphoric, you know, you really enjoy, you get creative, but yet focused. It reminds me of a Blue Dream. However, Blue Dream is a much deeper focus. This is much more on happy relaxation. So, good job, Khalifa, on choosing this uh, sativa strain. Anyway, folks, like I said, it's going to go down two roads. It's going to either go down a way where people do not care what the strain is. They just want to enjoy and take a puff. And it's going to be another side where people are going to be very picky about it. You know, just wait. You're going to have your cannabis tasting events and your expensive auctions for certain limited strains. Watch. Anyway, folks. Thank you for for participating in our Instagram post. We have a lot more cannabis news now coming soon. Stay tuned and stay high, folks. High TV. Before we let you go, I wanted to also mention the fact that those individuals, this is what we're thinking about, at least. We were going to post about it, but we just want to talk about it on the podcast first. What if the reason why certain people like certain strains of cannabis is because not only do the genetics produce the certain traits that the plant has that gives them, you know, a feeling they enjoy, but what if it's really both human genetics and plant genetics matching up in some way? We all know that different foods that we eat have different reactions to our body. If our bodies or our ancestors' bodies derive from a certain place where they ate common foods, we would react better towards eating those foods because our genetics over time has adapted to using those plants, fruits and vegetables as fuel, right? So that being said, what if certain cannabis have genetics that matches up towards what we like? So if I like Blue Dream, it's because my genetics matches up towards having a pleasant Blue Dream experience. However, when we have something like an anxiety or paranoia attack, those are the plants that do not coincide with our own genetics. It's a possibility. And I even talked to you somebody who has a kind of 23andMe-like company in the cannabis space that uh, would test your DNA and let you know which type of strains matches up with your DNA. And I found that to be amazing. However, the price is pretty steep. It's like $200 for a test. You know, I'm like, I'd rather spend that money on, on ancestry and me instead of finding out what cannabis strain. But of course, in the future, it's probably going to get much, much cheaper. You know, cannabis labs are going to pop up everywhere. You know, the lab business is, is going to be huge with this brand new market. Just saying. Uh, anyway, back to what I was saying, who knows? You know, what do you guys think about that? Do you think certain strains match up to your genes? The genes in the plants just match up perfectly towards your ancestry? You know, let's say you have genetics from South America and you're smoking a cannabis plant that derived from South America and therefore it's the same soil and the same nutrients and the same type of environment. So who knows if that certain strain is made for you? This is speculation, folks. Anyway, you guys have a good one. Hear from you soon.